That Don't Sound Right is a podcast about talking, talking the way we did before the internet, when you could not prove anyone right or wrong. All the expertise was contained in the people involved with the conversation. I'm Peter. I'm Cecil. And I hope you enjoy our conversations. And as you listen, if you find yourself silently saying, that don't sound right, send us a comment. You're one of us. Go ahead, Scott. Well, um, my experience, and it's been a few years since I've received one, but there would be an email from an unknown address, and it said, hi, I'm, you know, I'm such and such, I'm a Nigerian prince, I need... Welcome back to another episode of That Don't Sound Right, a podcast about talking. We're your co-hosts, Peter Billman. Hey, and I'm Cecil Davis. Hey, we're just trying to have a conversation here without using Google, without fact-checking it. And we've brought in our favorite listener, listener number one. Welcome back to the show, Scott. Hey, thanks for having me. So I don't. In time case, flies, doesn't it? Oh, it does. <laughs> yeah, podcast time. Some some folks at work asked me about how we record these and when we record these. Right. First, I said I can't give away my secrets, yeah. but I did lead them on to that podcasting time is a bit of a time warp because you just don't know where you are in time sometimes when you're recording an episode. Right. But here we are. But this is actually a a small follow up to last week's episode. At last week's episode, we were just casually mentioning getting emails from our listeners. And we do really like the emails. Scott, you're one of our favorite senders of emails. We like getting emails from you. TDSRpodcast at gmail.com is our email address. You could also reach us on our website, thatdontsoundright.com. You can scroll to the bottom, place to leave a message or make contact with us. But we, I, I did point out that I didn't want any emails if you're a Nigerian prince. <laughs> so did you get one from a Nigerian prince? I did not get one from a Nigerian prince, but do you understand the reference to yes, the Nigerian prince? Would yes. you like to share that with the listeners? Go ahead, Scott. Well, um, my experience, and it's been a few years since I've received one, but there would be an email from an unknown address, and it said, hi, I'm, you know, I'm such and such, I'm a Nigerian prince, I need to... Takes I need I need some place to put a bunch of money. Okay, and yeah, I need right. to. Uh, inv- uh, there, there was some turmoil in the country okay. in Nigeria, and I needed to uh, a safe place in the U.S. to uh, store my money. Can I get your uh, bank account? I'll store my money there for a while. I'll give you you know a healthy, healthy you know five digit or six digit. Give um, you a cut of it. Cut of it. Yeah, you know, for just for the the time and for your your help. Right. Yeah. And then um, asking me for money, you know. Bank account numbers. Your account numbers, yeah. right. I think that's a basically, is that it? Yeah. yeah. So, and the one that I've seen now is switched. The one I've gotten most recently is um, is the Christian old lady whose husband just recently died and left her with a large estate, and she wants to give it to someone to use on behalf, behalf of the church, and she has found uh, me. There you uh, go. And she wants to give this to me, but she can't give it to me unless I can secure... Right. Deposit. So I have to send her like $2,500 in order to. That's reasonable. Yeah, I thought that. Especially for the millions of dollars I'll be getting. For for the Christian. For the Christian community. Community, yeah. 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 It seems like a a risk worth taking. It it does. So the question is um, why a Nigerian prince? What's the deal with that? I don't know. Uh, Why? Why would they use. Was that the scam? Why would they use the character of a Nigerian prince? 
I always thought it was a little out there. I, I would, I, I don't, I, I never understood why they didn't go with something that maybe seemed a little more plausible. Right. Right. Oh, I think it's because we don't know anything about Nigerian princes. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, oh, it sounds um, on the realm of possibility. Well, it it just it's it's romantic. It sounds like, oh yeah, I want to be a part of this. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Are you leading us down listen, the primrose I, path here? I, so I listen. I listened to a, uh, another podcast where they're talking about why the Nigerian prince scam works. But this is really the re, one of the reasons it works is that it's so outlandish that only the most gullible of person will fall for it. And that is the exact person you want to be engaging with to take their money. Okay. Because you are working on the on the on this edge of spectrum of the gullible, the most gullible of population, and so you go after something that's very very unusual and very very outlandish. I see. And it brings and that that essentially it creates a filter for you. Oh. You immediately have that population now in your grasp because they've responded to you, and so. You could try to figure out if the pharmacist is going to fall for it or the packaging specialist is going to fall for it or if the engineer is going to fall for it or if the uh, psychologist is going to fall for it. You just don't know. And it doesn't matter. If you've got the fringe of the pharmacist, the packaging specialist, the engineer who falls for this, you don't care what they are. You don't care their intelligence. You don't care about their education. You just know they've... They believe. You've got them. They believe. Mm. And that's why, that's one of the reasons why the Nigerian prince. Now, did you know there's a Nigerian prince in Winston-Salem? Really? (laughs) Is it really? I hate to say this. He was. He just recently passed away. So I just got this in the newspaper. And I'm not going to read the guy's name. But I'll I'll pass the obituary to you. But we had a real-life Nigerian prince living in our town. He wow. just recent, recently passed away. He uh, began his earthly journey in Lagos, Nigeria, and he was the son of a prince. And as a result, he is also a prince, and he is part of a particular ruling family in a particular state in Nigeria. I wonder if I ever got an email from him. (laughs) (laughs) I'll give you that. Here's his obituary. I mean, this is... Who knew? Who knew? That's the thing. That I just... I just... I just was blown... My mind was blown... (laughs) ...that we had a Nigerian prince. A a legitimate Nigerian prince here in Winston-Salem. Living near us. Yes, that's right. The most... Interesting thing I find about this is on a Thursday, you were reading the obituaries in <laughs> the local paper. <laughs> I always read the obituaries first. So here's the thing. Yeah, I didn't read it. My, my wife read it. She, re- she, reads the, she's, she reads the newspaper. This was a, a that don't sound right moment, actually, between my wife and I when we were engaged. I probably have told this story. I tell many people this story. Mm-hmm. We were kind of, when we were engaged to be married, we started kind of writing down lists of things we think the other person should know about us mm-hmm. that also would be surprised. And that's kind of the original, that don't sound right. Yeah. Mm. That someone would write this down. I would like to see that list. <laughs> and so one of the things that she wrote down that, that didn't sound right, that yeah. she wanted a newspaper okay. every day. delivered to her house yeah. every day. And so to this day, mm-hmm. we still get the local newspaper delivered to our house every day. And her morning routine is to go out there, get that newspaper, 
bring it in and read it. And of course, yes, she does go through the, new, new, the, uh, the obituaries. And there's the Nigerian prince. Wow. Now, my That's question okay. is, will the stams, scams continue? Oh, because he's, they, yeah, <laughs> he's passed. Here's the thing. So we, I was a newspaper guy. I used to be in the newspaper business. I always wanted to have the newspaper. But you were in the newspaper business? Wait, what did you do? I was in the production side. No I kidding. worked for, um, I started with my, well, I started with my high school newspaper as mm-hmm. a, uh, became an editor. And mm-hmm. then I was, um, worked for the local paper. Mm-hmm. Did a little bit of writing, but most, and for a, a, a weekly paper, but then I went, got into the printing side and went to work for USA Today in the printing, the production side. Okay. But I've always liked. For USA Today? Yeah. Really? Yeah. So I, I lived in Michigan and Boston, okay. and that's where I met my wife. Hmm. Anyway, so I, I've always been a big fan of newspapers. My, I had a roommate in, um, in Boston, actually, who's, who's, who claimed that I would get the Boston Globe and just wrap myself in it every Sunday. <laughs> you know, just, it was all over the place when right. I was done with it. So, But after a few years mm-hmm. of, you know, papers not being read mm. because life got busy, we yeah. just got went to the Sunday only. Yeah. And it's amazing how many times I'll be in a waiting room, pick up the paper, get to the obituaries, yeah. and see somebody I know. Really? Yeah, really? yeah. It's just, huh. it's like... Uh, like here in town? Yeah. You'll get, you'll pick up today's... Uh, yeah, I guess, new, I mean, it's just a random seems, appointment. It seems like a, a higher percentage than it should be of recognizing, knowing somebody in the obituary. Well, that it could is, be our age, too. Well, there's that, yeah. So I actually have rules that I've, I've given to Christy, or requests, not rules. <laughs> uh, Requests for how my obituary. There's two things I want for my obituary. All right. One is I want a recent picture. I oh, want one from high school. I don't want one from high school or a glamour shot. With you got all the hair. Right, right. Well, like, yeah. uh, and if you're new to the podcast, you can uh, go to our website, uh, thatdon'tsoundright.com, and you can see a picture of Cecil in high school. Oh, no, no, oh, no, this is right, a high school right. picture. Yeah. This would not qualify for the no. obituary. Yeah, this would not qualify because there's for the lots of things about this picture that don't look right. <laughs> you know, there was somebody here the other day in the house, and they saw a picture of me with hair, and they were like, it threw them off for me because they had never seen me with hair. Um, but you know, people from high school and college that were listening to the podcast, if there are any, uh, never saw me without hair. All right, that's right, yeah. that's right. So, yeah, it has to be a recent picture. Okay. And I want my cause of death, regardless of what it is. You want to be, it listed? It will list it. Yeah, even if it is something just um, it, embarrassing even. Because that's what everybody wants to know. That's what everybody wants to know. Yeah. I'm always trying to decide. Like, I'm reading, I'm like, you know, it'll, it'll say something about the Cancer Institute. I'm like, oh, well, it must have been cancer. Or, you know, yeah. I, want, I want my recent picture and the reason clearly spelled out. I mean, even if I... Yeah, huh. pull a refrigerator over on top of myself, trying to get ice cream out or something. <laughs> He's suffocating yeah. under a vending machine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Got my arm stuck in a vending machine. Hit by a back truck on uh, I forty, getting a trying to get a strap. strap. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, regardless of what it is, I want the reason spelled out I implicitly. Think it's good that you shared that with your uh, listeners and us because we'll, we'll if we. Should be unfortunate enough to be around, and right. when your demise comes, we'll uh, we'll see that that happens. Well, oh, this is all that. this is all your master plan for being remembered. 
uh, for being remembered. Yeah, it is. You want to have a memorable obituary. Well, it, it didn't. Just I like, just, I just, your, just like things. your grandfather mm. set up the Stump Pullers Club, and we're still <laughs> talking about it. In 40 years, 50 years, people Good. will still be talking yes. about your obituary right, because obituary. it was explicit. Right, right. Yeah, I wanted to be very explicit and with a recent, recent picture. So. Okay. Um, but, you know, you're saying about being wrapped up in the newspaper. I actually have a newspaper story. Oh. So I was on an airplane. Let's do our words of wisdom while we're talking about Nigerian princes. Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> and this is, this is a lesson I think I've really had to put in, ingrain in my brain because I'm probably close to that edge of the, uh, the gullible <laughs> side. I, I really am. I mean, I, did, I remember when email first fall, came out yeah. and um, there was that a rich scam that says, look, you know, if, if you forward this email to enough people, mm. Microsoft will keep no, is, uh-huh. is yeah. tracking it. And if you forward enough people, yeah. you know, you'll get a cash reward. Yeah. And I fell, I fell for it. Yeah. I totally fell did for it. Did you really? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally yeah. fell for it. Huh. And this is when I first got my email. CompuServe or yeah, AOL. A, a, or, yeah. AOL or uh, AltaVista or something like that. Okay. Um, but the words of wisdom, and this is also for the kids out there. Mm. If it's too good to be true, <laughs> it's, it, is. it is. Not it probably is. Yeah. If it's too good to be true, it is. Right. So that's that's my words of wisdom. Right. That, so uh, so you fell for the early scams on the yes yeah yeah yeah. 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 Well, they can be pretty engaging. I, the ones that uh, I thought were pretty effective were when uh, they were you would get the email that says, "Hey, this is your nephew. I'm overseas." Um, something's happened and I need money. Oh, okay. And they would okay. get it, yeah. you know, and it would be like um, very urgent. And I saw somebody, at, I saw somebody at a workplace one time. They got an email from the CEO that said they needed to go and buy a certain number of uh, <laughs> gift cards <laughs> okay. and and send them the numbers. Gift cards. The gift cards, yeah. Um, and it was realistic enough, that, and they were a new employee, so they knew didn't know that this wasn't happening. And uh, they went and started to do it before somebody called them and, and told them it was a, that they had they were being scammed. Yeah. So yeah, it can be. I didn't realize that you would. I that that was your thing. True confessions on that don't sound right. Yeah. Wow. The. Um, I've got to go now. I didn't know this was going to turn into true confessions. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, it's all right. We're, we're keeping it light. Remember, we're keeping it light. Yeah. Um, the scam I thought of that I thought was very effective is during football season, you get like, um, you get, we'll do an easy number. You get 100 people and you send on the, on the, before the game, you send the 100 people the outcome of the game. And so if 50, you say team A wins and 50, you say team B wins. Okay. And so when Team A wins that week, you discard your team, your 50 that you sent Team B to. So yeah. now the 50 that you sent the Team A to think that you know something. Know something. So now the next week, you split them again in 25 and 25, and you write the same people again and say, this week Team A is going to win and Team B is going to win. So when Team A wins, when this time when Team oh, yeah. A wins, this 25 You've now they've now predicted two games correctly. Yeah, uh, but they don't know that you put a certain people on Team B. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So idea. so now you've got twenty five people. You've predicted two games. So now you split them again. You know, twelve and thirteen. You go to the third week of games before the game. You say to twelve, you know, this team's going to win. To the other thirteen, this team's going to win. 
But they don't know that who they're being told. Right, they right. Know. They don't okay. need to be told. Well, no, they know who you're telling them. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. so now, after three weeks, you've got 12 people that you've predicted. And they think, wow, he's been right. You've been right, yeah, 100% of the time. Yeah. So that's when you say, okay, you send me $1,000, and I will tell you who's going to win this week's game. Ah. Yeah. I was like, man, that is ingenious. That's just yeah. that's a thousand. Just, if you start with a yeah, and then you do that and you predict three games and you end up with a pool of, you know, 20,000 people that are yeah. thinking, oh, man, this guy. And then you have enough gullible people in that pool. Yeah. So yeah. don't try this at home. To pick up, to pick up uh, Scott's <laughs> new thing, do not try that at home. This is yeah. Scott's helpful safety. Man. I think some people went to prison and served time for that particular scam. Exactly. Yeah. I'm not a lawyer, but I did stay at home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that was ingenious. I mean, it's just math. Yeah, no, I would great. never have thought to do that. Yeah, I mean, well, I, mean, I, shouldn't, I mean, I shouldn't have been thinking to do that. No, but, yeah. that's great. Yeah. I want to go back to your newspaper thing, though. No, uh, no. I had a newspaper story for you. Yeah. Um, so you're talking about being wrapped up in the paper. I um, I was on the airplane one time, and there was a there was an attractive woman about four rows behind me. And I, I just happened to turn around. I had gotten on the plane. I had my paper, I had my coffee or whatever. And so I turned around, and she is staring at me. And so I'm like, huh, that's interesting. So I read my paper, I'm drinking my coffee, and, and later I look back, and she's still, she's still staring at me. And so the plane lands, and I get up, and I turn around, and she's still, she's still staring at me. And I was like, wow, this is really pretty interesting. And uh, so she continues to stare at me as I get off the plane. I get off the plane, I throw my paper away, throw my cup away, go to the bathroom, and I, my face is covered in newspaper black. <laughs> where I had been drinking coffee and my hands were a little bit damp and I was oh, reading the paper no. and I had just got newspaper <laughs> black across my forehead, down both cheeks, across my chin. It's nice. quite so, impressive. Th- so now the question is, mm. what was she really staring at? What was she thinking? I know yeah. exactly what she was staring at. Yeah. I know exactly what she was thinking. It's like, good gracious. So, so have you so never read a paper before? For USA Today, yeah. and one of the they, – they, they spent a lot of money trying to figure out how to make the newspaper reading experience mm. more pleasant. Yeah. And part of that was um, – the quick drying inks that did not give you that. Um, oh right. Yeah. So I mean, they they really tested that, and you had a very stringent testing of really? every, every load that came in. Huh. So yeah. I have to I have to think back now if I've ever gotten like smeared my face with. I'm not saying it doesn't happen because right. I would leave the at the end of the night's right. run with with you know ink yeah. on me for sure. Yeah. But the. The idea was it was less. I think in the old days mm. it was a big problem. I remember hearing uh, stories of people, you know, butlers ironing the uh, the newspapers before they give them to the, uh, the master the, of the house. Yeah, really to, to help dry them out. I was a paper boy. How were you? I delivered our evening paper in our neighborhood of fifty homes, and yes, I came home every night yeah. with my hands black. black. In it. Interesting, there used to be like a morning paper and evening, because we used to have an evening paper in Raleigh, too. Yeah, the Raleigh really? Telegram, yeah. So okay. we had the News Observer in the morning and the Raleigh Telegram at night. Right, right. Yeah. And I'm not sure what they thought was going to happen between those intervening 12 hours. But. So I think in Winston-Salem, in the old days, there was the Journal and the Sentinel. Okay. Uh, that's right. And uh, I was before my time. but Was the uh, Sentinel the second? I, I think it was the evening paper, but okay. I'm not sure. But I think they had sometimes merged and then, uh, yeah, so... 
Well, I guess if you don't, if you don't have, you know, like now we have twenty-four hour news cycle, but back then, those that was how you got your news, and if right. something happened during the day, yeah, yeah. They would pick well, it up or if, if it happened too late in the evening before, it would not make the morning paper. So right. some communities only had a morning or an evening paper. Like I would go to spend a week with my aunt and uncle in the summers, and they would only get an evening paper, but they got it every day. Huh. And um, I had to wait till after both. You know, my uncle was done with it before I could look yeah. at the cartoons. So uh, my dad grew up with with a lot of brothers and sisters, and they were uh, would have to tear the um, cartoons up and pass them around. So they would tear the strips in the strips, and then they would pass them around so that everybody could like be reading it at the, oh, same, at the time. same time. Yeah, yeah, at the same time. Yeah, <laughs> interesting. Yeah. Well, it um, does not sound right, but you've come to the end of another that don't sound right. Hey, before we close, we want to thank everyone for listening. Uh, if you've never listened before, we want to thank you for trying us out. Hopefully it didn't last too long. <laughs> <laughs> That's our goal. But also, you know, for those of you listening for a while, uh, we thank you for joining us and getting it. Scott, you get it. You get what we're trying oh, to do here. Absolutely, yeah. So thanks a lot. And if this is your first time and enjoyed the conversation, and if it wasn't too long for you, would you consider hitting the subscribe button or the check mark on Apple Podcasts? Also, consider giving us a rating and leaving us a review. And if you're looking, again, for that uh, last minute at this point, um, gift for your loved one oh, Valentine's uh, for Day. Valentine's Day, uh, visit the uh, That Don't Sound Right merchandise page available in the links. You can show your love with a shirt, a hat, a pint glass, or a coffee mug that features the words, That Don't Sound Right. <laughs> you can give that to your loved one and say, That Don't Sound Right. That's not a boring dozen roses <laughs> true. or box of chocolates. It may all. not be the best Valentine's Day message, but still. Uh, <laughs> I would love a shirt. That don't, that don't sound, sound right. right. Oh, we all would. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. The and you. I think we mentioned last week. You actually got a custom message for that don't sound right. So I'm on a. Um, I got an email from some group that, and I opened it up, and there there was a bright pink that don't sound right uh, T-shirt. Was it Emily's logo? The that don't sound right logo, or did it just say? No, no, no. It was that. Yeah, really it was authentic. Oh, wow. maybe, maybe, uh, maybe our our distributor maybe is, our distributor is sending out emails yeah, to um, those that have been on the purchase list before. Yeah, yeah possibly. Yeah. Um, so, anyways, uh, if you get a chance, go to that don't sound right merchandise. And if you've noticed that the uh, show notes have become uh, higher quality, it's because we're using AI to write them. <laughs> 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 All right, that don't sound right is a production of TDSR podcast in conjunction with Camel City Studios. I am your co-host and sound engineer Cecil Davis. Your other co-host. And web designer is Peter Billman. And sitting in chair number three tonight is Scott. Hey. Uh, Emily is our graphic designer. Giorgio is our merchandise tester. Brent is our brand ambassador, and he is a great brand ambassador. Uh, and uh, as always, listener number one is Scott. Scott. <laughs> so until next Saturday night, keep talking. And stay curious. Stay curious.